The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. This is episode two cheating scandals. On this episode, we're going to talk about the shot heard around the world. A similar scheme to the Astros by the 1951 New York Giants not only sparked an amazing run to the National League pennant, but also led to the most famous home run in baseball history the shot heard around the world. Using a handheld telescope held by a coach who then pressed a buzzer that sounded in the bullpen, a player in the bullpen would either toss the ball in the air or hold it still. The Giants were seven and a half games out of first place on July 19, 1951. Only six games over 500 when manager Leo DeRoche called a team meeting to announce the new sign-stealing scheme. The Giants roared back into contention going 49-17 and the rest of the season and ended up tied for first place with the Brooklyn Dodgers. This was before the era of divisions and wildcard games in November. The last game of a three-game playoff series, the Dodgers were up 4-1. to one. In the bottom of the ninth, the Giants pushed a run across and then put two runners on base for Bobby Thompson, whose earlier base running blunder set him up to be the GOAT. He went on to hit an 0-1 fastball from Ralph Bronca over the left field wall, unleashing a renowned delirium in New York and a famous radio call by Russ Hodges, the Giants win the pennant, the Giants win the pennant, the Giants win the pennant. The Astros' secret was exposed after two seasons, 
But the giants were able to keep their secret for 50 years. Joshua Prager exposed it in the Wall Street Journal in 2001. And again in his book in 2006, The Echoing Green. Thompson and teammates admitted to Prager that they were involved in sign stealing. Enjoying half a century of fame from one swing, Bobby Thompson said it felt like being released from prison with the burden of the secret scheme finally released. He denied receiving the signal on the shot heard around the world. Illegally stealing the opposing catcher's signals started in 1899 with a set of opera glasses, a man behind the center field wall, and the Philadelphia Phillies. The New York Highlanders had a center field spy in 1909, and the Chicago Cubs had one in 1946. Rogers Hornsby said in 1962 that every team with a scoreboard in center field had a spy inside at one time or another. On June 30th, the Giants picked up a journeyman infielder named Hank Shins who shared his experience using extendable spy glasses to peek through the center field scoreboard at Wrigley Field. DeRocher assigned third base coach Herman Franks to take Shenz's telescope to his office and then locate it in center field of the polo grounds. Electrician Abraham Chadwick placed an electric button in the office and ran wires from the button to buzzers in the Giants' bullpen and dugout. Franks could easily see the catcher's sign in the bullpen. The backup catcher, Sal Yars, waited for the buzz, tossed the ball in the air, breaking ball, held the ball, fastball. The bullpen was in right field warning tracks and easy for the batters to see if Yars was tossing the ball or not. Bronco was bought in to face Thompson. Fastball down the middle. Thompson watched it for a strike. Thompson's weakness high and inside is what Bronco pitched in his second throw. And Thompson was all over it. Thompson denied getting the signal, but Bronca said his quick response and ability to hit a perfect pitch in his weak spot showed that he knew what was coming. Thompson said that if he knew it was coming, he would have clobbered the first pitch. Yars, the backup catcher, admitted to Bronca that he was the messenger and he told him about everything. Franks, the Giants' third base coach, spilled the beans shortly before his death. 
He would tilt the telescope to the batter to check to see if he was looking at the bullpen to get the sign. He said he saw the catcher call fastball and he saw Thompson's eyes shift into right field. Here is another example of a team stealing signs. Did it ruin baseball? No. Does anyone care? No. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.